Hello everybody, this is Mike here from The Flywheel, where we talk to experts about careers, development, personal growth, and business. Today on the show, we're gonna be talking about the hunt for useful mentorship with Riley. Uh, welcome to the channel, Riley. Maybe uh, if you wanna give yourself a quick introduction. Yeah, thank you, thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Riley Booth. I work at Microsoft as a customer success account manager. My background is in marketing and I've moved roles a couple times to now be in this customer facing role. Welcome again to the show. So today, like I said, we are going to be talking about the hunt for useful mentorship. Um, so maybe a great place to start uh, would be on you telling us a little bit about what mentorship means to you and, and where it's fit into your journey and your career so far. For me, mentorship has helped in all aspects of my career, but as well as my life. So mentors have helped me navigate situations like internships, how to get internships, how to move into roles after university and navigating the workspace in that way. But even outside of work in terms of ways to get involved in the community, to meet other people that I would get good advice from. So I would say that mentorship has helped navigate this early career stage part of my life, but also the whole picture outside of just my career. And I know you're involved in a ton of other aspects of mentorship as part of the work that you do. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you do to get involved in mentorship more broadly and, and how that's helped you come across an even wider range of, of people surrounding mentorship? Mentorship is a topic that a lot of people, especially early career stages, have questions about. It's pretty foreign when you come into a corporate environment for a lot of students and young graduates and stuff to navigate. So a lot of the work that I've done has been on panels, helping people connect with managers and more experienced people to pass their advice. Now that you've had a series of different ways in which you've engaged in some voluntary kind of community building around mentorship at your work, um, what are some of the things that you find come up most often? What are some of the key questions that you see people maybe earlier in their careers trying to figure out about mentorship? The questions that I've gotten and the questions that I've even seen come up a lot in panels and sessions with more senior managers and mentors is firstly, how do you find a mentor? That's the big obvious one. Secondly, how do you not waste someone's time? So there's lots of kind of self-doubt and concern around, am I worth meeting with them? Uh, is it rude to take some of their precious time? I know they're a lot busier than I am. And then the third one would be, what do you talk about when you get a mentor? So say you find someone, they agree to give you some time. How do you make that as productive as possible? Let's maybe talk about each of those a little bit more. Um, so coming back to that first one where you talked about, you know, how do I even find the right mentor, right? So I think there's two big buckets when you're looking at finding mentors. One of them being, how do you organically find someone through your network, through your connections? And the other one is if you have access to a matching program, let's say it's through some kind of community group or your work or something like that. How can you have a good mentorship experience when you're more blindly matched with somebody? So I think the advice if we're talking about the organic route is definitely to go based on personal relationships and where you feel like you have a good flow with somebody. Um, a lot of people get stuck with turning coffee chats into mentorship. So let's say I meet someone really interesting for a coffee chat. How do I continue that outside of that one experience? So I think when you're looking at that situation, see where you can 
pick up on the commonalities, the things you've talked about? Can you have a productive conversation just outside of asking them their career journey? Is there any way you can get tips on your role or something you're interested in and then have a reason to follow up with that person? So let's say you're talking about your career path or your job that you're working on and they recommend an activity you should do or a person that you should also talk to. See if you can loop back in that first conversation and say something like, hey, do you mind if I connect with you after I talk to this person? I'd love to get your thoughts on how our conversation went. I think finding organic ways to uh, reconnect with that person and being courageous enough to ask as well. So don't be scared about asking if you can set up another meeting if you have a good reason to. The, just for the second one, for when you're talking about being matched with a person, I think the best advice I've heard about that is really investing the time in the beginning to build that personal relationship, right? Have understanding of what that person's work style is, their communication style. Maybe you want to share personality tests with each other and talk about what parts of your job you enjoy. That really helps. The more they understand you, the more they can help you and have a better understanding of what you're looking for. So I think you touched on a really important piece, which is when you're going out to seek mentorship, there's really a grounding and need to understand what you actually are looking for. And so there's probably this exercise in advance of seeking out mentors that'll be super efficient and helpful. Um, talk a little bit about you know where and how you maybe have approached that yourself what are you looking for and how are you going to apply mentorship to support those goals? So talk a little bit about how that's worked for you. For me, I would say it started a lot when I was on internship and I made a deck of goals that I had for my internship. So I found it was super helpful to have this document or this artifact that I could base a conversation around. So I would take this couple slides of goals that I had and if I didn't exactly know how a person could help me, I would just ask if I could have 30 minutes to run them through this and get their feedback on the goals in general and have a discussion on that. So I think if you have some kind of outline of who you are, what you're looking for, what goals you have, then even if you don't have a specific question for somebody, especially in the context of a coffee chat, maybe not a full like one year mentorship, but you can ask for feedback on what you've prepared and where your head is at and get lots of good ideas from them. So for me, it's really based around this walking deck or this career vision board that I have. And the more I walk through it and get feedback on it, the better it gets. And then as I go through my career and as my goals have changed, I've been able to pick out the pieces where mentorship can help. So having all those goals mapped out and having a path, even if it's not exactly perfect, getting feedback on it, I think is a great way to have the conversation and find what those buckets are that a mentor could help you with. So that really makes sense. So before you go out and seek mentors, you do need to do a little bit of self work, work to understand what are you trying to accomplish? What are some of those goals and apply, you know, support to those different areas. I think there's a really, uh, a really important part of something you talked about as well, which is mentorship. A lot of people might think is a multi-year journey with the same individual. But at the end of the day, mentorship is really advice to help you with things where maybe you need to explore deeper thinking or be challenged or be given perspective. So you can get smaller pieces of advice in maybe one or two meetings with someone, not necessarily being focused on this long-term journey. So mentors can really fit in in different ways. Um, 
Now, I think it would, what would be super helpful for people listening in is maybe talking to an area of your own career journey where you have applied mentorship successfully. What was the challenge you were looking for or advice you were looking for and where you started with that mentorship journey and how it has helped you? The example I'll use is when I made this last role change into the role I'm in now. So in my previous role, I had gotten a mentor through the matching program at work. And we did spend a lot of time on that investment of getting to know each other. And we spent about four or five months together just working on what do I want in my next few roles. So this mentorship started before I knew what my next role was going to be or what I wanted it to be. And it lasted all the way through that transition. And my mentor actually became my now manager and I was able to move on to her team. So we really started at the beginning of what do I want to achieve in my life, in my career? So we put all these building blocks together and we identified that this customer facing role is something that could build a lot of skills for me that I hadn't developed yet. And then we, she helped me navigate who do I need to talk to, who in that area of the business needs to know what my goals are and needs to know that I wanna move. Um, how can I build this deck to be a good interview tool? Or how can I tell the story of why I want to move and why I would be a good fit? So that was an awesome example of a mentor that helped me through an entire cycle of a job change. There's two pieces that I would love to dig into a little bit further with you. The first is you said you've had like a deck or a PowerPoint or a presentation of some type, but what seems to be super core is if you can have that articulated in something that you can share with others so that it's not maybe just stuck in your head and it helps others come on board. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about how you established that? So the deck started, like I said, when I was an intern and it was just a couple slides of what my goals are. Then I found since this relationship aspect of getting to know the person you're talking to and even more importantly, have them understand you so they can actually help you, I started to add in some slides that came from one of your templates, which was super helpful back when I was a co-op, but to give more color on who I am as a person. So who am I inside of work and outside of work and what was I doing before I came to Microsoft and things like that. So every slide is very concise. It has not more than 10 words really on the slide. It has graphics or visuals to make it a bit more interesting. And normally I go through, so if we use the example of a coffee chat and I'm meeting someone for the first time and I have some questions for them, I'll walk them through who I am and then I'll give them the highlights of my personality profile. So I went through all the tests that I've done, probably six different personality tests. And I picked out what are the key themes that I'm seeing across all of these, or what are a couple phrases that really resonate with me and, and wrap, encapsulate who I am as a person. So I walk them through who I am inside and outside of work, dig into a bit of the personality stuff, which gives some light to how I perform on a team or what value I bring to a team. And then I have a rough career path that I walk them through. So we do that. 50 year goal, where do I want to be? So for example, I wrote that in a few years, maybe not 50 years, but um, later in my career, I think it would be really cool to start a nonprofit or run a nonprofit. And then I take them through the journey of with that goal, what are the skills that I need to build to get there? So I need to know how to be a leader. I need to understand sales functions, even if it relates to fundraising. So I take them through a bit of that map. And then in about 
between five and 10 minutes. They have a really good picture of who I am and what kind of roles I like and what kind of situations I would be good in. You mentioned some people are challenged with thinking maybe people wouldn't want to mentor me. How would I be making sure I'm not wasting their time? How have you found, uh, you know, what are some of the best responses you've seen in some of the forums you've participated in around that challenge? And what have you found most useful for yourself? The number one that I've heard, especially from mentors, is that if you have goals, you have objectives, it's much easier for someone to help you and they don't feel like they're wasting their time, right? So even if you don't know exactly what your goals are, your goal could be that you want to figure out what your goals are or should be. So you can come with the question of, I have a bunch of thoughts and I want to figure out a rough career direction or what I want to do with my life. So even if you've done some pre-work, you come maybe with your personality test, you come with some thoughts about what are your best days at work versus your worst days at work and what you enjoy and don't enjoy, then you can have a structured conversation. So what I've heard from mentors is that they do genuinely like mentoring. They like switching from the business meetings of their day to something more personal and having those connections. Um, and they get a lot of gratification when they can see that they've helped you, right? Especially if it's a longer term relationship, if they can see you progress from point A to point B and know that they helped somebody with that, then that's really satisfying for them. So if you have some direction, you've done some pre-work and you're prepared with some questions or some thoughts and reflection, then it's much easier for them to help you and enjoy it for themselves as well. That's a super important point where genuinely people do want to help. Um, but obviously, if you consider their time to be valuable, then approaching them with the problem statement or areas where they can be most helpful can ensure that the time they spend with you can be applied moving you from point A to point B in that journey. Maybe figuring out that journey is part of it, but knowing that that's the problem that you like help with is important to know. Um, another piece that I think you talked about a little bit earlier that I'd love to also talk about is most people consider mentorship purely about their career journey. And you touched on a whole bunch of different areas, whether they be your aspirations outside of work, health, personal development, a lot of the topics we talk about right here on the flywheel. Tell me about why it's important to consider mentorship outside of the sphere of just your career and some examples of where maybe you've reached outside of the four walls of your own office to explore mentorship in other areas beyond your career. So I think when I was earlier in my career, especially back when I was a co-op or an intern, I was very career focused. The document was called my career plan. It was what roles do I want and things like that. And there was a lot of good advice that I got about switching from thinking about roles to more of experiences that you want or what kind of problems do you want to solve? What kind of positions do you want to be in? Um, so with that advice, I started reflecting more especially when I dug into my personality tests, it made me realize if I'm doing this planning or this vision board, it has to encapsulate more than just my job. But if you think about finding your passion and your purpose and that kind of stuff, how can I fulfill all these categories? So mentors have lives as well outside of work, right? So lots of people have bigger networks. I think that's where it really started branching was when I opened up to my mentor and started talking about things I enjoy outside of work or community events I want to be involved in, they also have connections that I could help with passion projects and um, some things outside of the office. 
another amazing point that you bring up is that relationship. Um, not always being super tactical. So in some scenarios that advice is useful, but let's talk a little bit about the importance of building that connection of understanding more about your life and potentially their lives and how that can play into make a better mentorship connection. One thing I've heard a lot from mentees and especially co-ops and very early career stage is that when they have these coffee chats, they feel like they're in an interview or they feel like they have this limited amount of the time to impress their mentor to earn that second meeting, right? So I think it's tough to open up because you wanna provide value, but at the same time, if that mentor understands you as a person and what you enjoy, it makes it much easier for them to help you. So I think if you're more rigid and closed and down to business, I find even from my own experience, I leave those meetings sometimes not exactly knowing how I can help that person. Um, and not only do I not know how to help them, but I don't really have a sense of who they are or if I would sponsor them or stick out my neck for them or invest more time in helping them. So I find when you're open and personable and authentic, it builds a better relationship, your mentor understands you better, and then your mentor can leave knowing more about how to help you. You've had some amazing opportunities to participate in fairly large forums with great leaders that gave advice. Um, could you share maybe your top one or two examples of the best advice you'd, you've seen related to mentorship in some of those forums? We did one panel at work where we had some more senior mentors giving advice on the best mentees that they've had or the best relationships that they've had with mentees. And the top bubbles of advice that they kept coming back to in their panel was really around having goals and being prepared and being yourself. And it all bubbled down to those two pillars, really any question that the audience had about how do I know if my mentor is a good fit? How do I end the relationship if it's not working? All of those questions really just come back to human interaction, right? Like how would you want to be interacted with in that scenario? So I think with the preparedness that we talked about, you can't just show up from meeting to meeting with no work in between, right? Because it is your career, these people are helping you, but it's your life and your plan. So I think that's a quick way to lose credibility if you're just showing up and kind of wasting the person's time. So if you put in the work in between meetings, even if that work is just reflection, right? Thinking back on if you're trying to find your career journey, do some really deep reflection on what you like or don't like. See if there's any tools like going back to the job description for your role and measuring yourself on, are you hitting all of those buckets? Is there more development you need to do? So having that own intrinsic awareness and self-reflection, I think can help mentors bring that conversation wherever it needs to go. So it really boils down to three core things. One is make sure that you've set goals or have a reason and purpose for the mentorship. The second is to make sure that you come prepared, not just to the initial meeting, but invest the time between the meetings to make the meetings effective. And the third is to be authentic because bringing your authentic self helps the person that you're working with truly understand you and how to apply the knowledge they now have about you to those problem statements. A piece that I would love to discuss in a little bit more detail is the idea of reverse mentorship. And so you mentioned, you know, you're a bit earlier in your career. You're not a co-op, obviously. You've been working for, for a couple of years now. But the concept of reverse mentorship and where that fits in, where you've seen that be super helpful 
for maybe leaders or people who have been in career a little bit longer? Where, where do you see that playing in, uh, in the journey of mentorship? So if you think about the premise of mentorship, expanding perspectives and having shared experiences between people, your mentor can also benefit from learning about your perspective and your outlook, right? Something I hear a lot is that more senior people, they lose touch a little bit with that fresh perspective or what it's like to be early in your career, your perception of the company and how things are going. So a lot of good conversations I've had that have helped my mentors have just been about my genuine thoughts and experiences on how things are going in my role. I think also when you're finding people that have different perspectives, maybe they work in a different business unit or are in an area of the business that you've never worked in and they've never worked where you have, they learn from even just learning the different areas of the businesses themselves. Or I find that at the beginning of the mentorship conversations, when both of us are having that small talk and we're just going through what's top of mind, if you open up a bit more in that small talk and tell them about the problems you're solving in the role and where you're stuck and things like that, and they do the same, then there's a lot of surprising connections that can come up from that, right? Maybe you're trying to solve a problem that they also try to solve. I would say open up in that small talk in the beginning and elevate it a little bit and share what's top of mind. And you can find a lot of connections in that space as well. Through your own personal journey, what are a few tips that you would share to the audience about getting started on the hunt for useful mentorship in their own lives? I would say be courageous and dive into that self-reflection. So like we talked about, if your challenge you're trying to solve is figuring out your map or your vision board or what you wanna do, spend a lot of time in that deep reflection and get creative with the questions you're asking yourself. So when I was building out my plan, I would take a stab at it and then pause and think to myself, if I was 70 or getting close to retirement, would I look back at this and have any regrets or would I be happy with this plan, right? And thinking about, are you satisfied from that sense? Are there little voices in your head that you're ignoring because you think people will perceive them the wrong way? Um, so spend a lot of time in that deep reflection and find those insights about yourself because that's a really valuable exercise, whether it's for mentorship or not, right? Having that opportunity. Um, and the second one of being courageous, don't be scared to ask for that second meeting, to put up your hand if there's something that you need. Um, a lot of the time mentors have mentioned something like, oh, I know a person in this team that would be really great. And maybe they haven't specifically said that they would introduce me, but have the courage to ask for that introduction. Or if they mention something they're working on that you're interested in, ask if there's a way you can get involved or help them with it. Because a lot of the opportunities that have been the most beneficial for me have been ones that I've asked for. So courage is really at the core. Make sure you've sort of built out that plan and don't be afraid to execute on it. At the end of the day, this is you guiding your own path and trying to find people to help you along that journey. And so you own the destiny. So step up with courage. Um, so Riley, thank you for joining us on the channel today. Again, this is Mike here from The Flywheel. On The Flywheel, we talk to experts about careers, development, personal growth, and business overall. If you found today's content interesting, please make sure to subscribe below. If you have great suggestions on topics you'd like to hear about, leave them in the comments section and catch you on the next episode.